And so, finally, is Christmas Eve. Time to give and to receive the gifts. Are you a good gift giver? Absolutely. Everybody is a good gift giver because we like to see the reaction on the gift receiver's face and the words that they will say to us. But are you a good gift receiver? Sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable to be the gift receiver because we don't feel quite worthy of it. But we will open the package and give our response. I think that basically there are four ways that we can respond to a gift. And the first one might be like maybe a 10-year-old boy who has not been doing very well in mathematics. And he sees one of the presents wrapped looks just like Xbox. And so he quickly opens it, and there, unfortunately, is not an Xbox. There he finds a video telling how he can improve his math skills. Now, what would his reaction be? If he was really honest, he would say to his parents, I don't want it. But the gift receiver never says, I don't want it, to the gift giver. And so he would probably say, thank you, so I don't want it. The second possible reaction reminds me of when I was about 10 years old. We had celebrated Christmas, opened all the gifts, and then the doorbell rang. My father opened it, and in came people that I barely recognized, but they were distant cousins, come to visit, and they had a gift with them, and it looked like the size of maybe a small television set. And so my father opened up the gift, and here it was, this ceramic, huge lamp in the shape of a multicolored rooster with a clock in its stomach that crowed every hour on the hour. And my mother saw it, and this was the first time that I ever heard my mother tell a lie. She said to the cousins, Oh, isn't that beautiful? Oh, my, thank you so much. We're going to put that right up here on the mantle. And they did. And then when the cousins left, my mother said, Get that monstrosity up to the attic. We'll put it out the next time they come to visit. But they said, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. If they were honest, they would have said, we don't need it. We already have clocks. So I don't want it. I don't need it. The third would be, supposing that husband and wife are over in the mall shopping, and they walk and they see a dress shop, and the wife looks in the window and sees this beautiful red dress that would look perfect for her for New Year's Eve. And she stares at it for a while, hoping her husband picks up the signals. And then they begin to walk, and she says to herself, oh, I don't think he even noticed. But he did. And he goes out of his way to go back to the mall, has it beautifully wrapped by the, the store, and then takes it home and hides it. And then on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, he says, Merry Christmas, honey. And she opens it up. 
And she's shocked, surprised, joyous, happy. It is the dress that she was looking at. He did pick up the signals. Oh, I love him so much. And then she would go upstairs because she wants to try it on right away, but she's been to a few dinners and a few parties since the Burmonts arrived, and she puts the dress on and, uh-oh, takes it off, repackages, get ready, and goes downstairs, and she says, Honey, I love it so much, I really do, but it doesn't fit. I'll take it back and exchange it for one that does. So, I don't want it, I don't need it, it doesn't fit. And finally, the words that everyone wants to hear when they receive a gift and give one. It's just what I wanted, just what I needed. Oh, well now, Jesus is going to give us the gift of himself on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, whenever we go to Mass, and he's looking for our reaction to the gift that he's giving us. You know, if you really wanted to give the most perfect gift to your family, you would wrap yourself up in a bright red bow and say, it's me. I'm your gift. I'm at your service. I love you. And that's just what Jesus wants to say to us, that he's with us all the time, that actually he's within us, that he loves us beyond anything our imagination can even conceive, that when we come to him, he'll never reject us. And these are the words that he wants to say and the presence that he wants you to feel when you receive that gift. What will be your response? I don't want you? Oh, we would never say that. I don't need you. I'm very busy in my life right now. I don't give so much thought to you at all. Yes, I go to Mass on Sundays, but in reality, I'm very busy. I hang around with friends, and we don't talk very much about you either. And so, to be honest with you, Jesus, I don't need you. Oh, but don't worry. <laughs> if there's a crisis, I'll be right there praying to you. I don't want you. I don't need you. You don't fit my lifestyle. I really don't involve myself too much in religious activities. I have a group of friends, and we like to go out to the bar. We like to go and, and see a movie together, and we really just don't talk very much about you at all. So you don't really fit my lifestyle and the group of friends that I hang around with. I don't want you. I don't need you. You don't fit. But here's what every gift giver wants to receive from our hearts on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day. What Jesus would love to hear from you, from the deepest part of your heart and your soul. You're just what I wanted, just who I needed. You'll be the gift that gives on giving through 2023. And so we end this Simbanga B. Thank you for being with us these nine days. And our prayer and our hope is that you have been fashioned 
and formed into the man, the woman, the teenager, the child that Jesus has called you to be, that you will be comforted by his birth and challenged by his presence to be the Christian, the Catholic that he has called you to be, to take time for prayer, take time for silence, take time to notice other people that you ordinarily wouldn't notice, to be involved in sacrificial love for as many people as possible. And in this way, you will indeed receive that beautiful joy that he wants to give to the world and to you. Merry Christmas and God bless.